The following program is produced by the Tech Talk Radio Network. This is Alice Cooper, the original Technotard, and you're listening to Tech Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of Tech Talk Radio. I'm Andy Taylor. I'm Sean DeWeer. And I'm Justin Lemmy. How are you guys doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Oh, Good. Okay. Yeah? yeah. <laughs> it's been a crazy week. Football's back. Football. I know, right? Yeah, I, you know, that's the thing, Sean. You weren't here with us last week because it's been like sports overload for uh, Notre Dame, right? Yeah, sports overload. Yeah. You mean the epic failure that was Notre Dame football on Peacock? So uh, what happened with that? It was not well received. What do you mean? They had a lot of issues with audio and syncing and other things, and it was, it was not our fault. It just not was, your fault. It was not my fault. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Everything I did technically went okay. It's just <laughs> technically they put they put Notre Dame football behind a paywall, so people that wanted to find it oh. had to pay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I can imagine all the people that listen to the show that heard us yapping about it coming up. I bet you some guy was sitting in his easy chair going, "It's that Sean. I tell you, it's that Sean's fault." <laughs> but wait, wait, hold on. If they subscribe to Peacock, they had to. Extra no, 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 no you had to you had to subscribe to Peacock Premium to get the Notre Dame football game. Or you could just watch it on broadcast television. No, it wasn't. No, on, it, it was wasn't. not. The first the first home game was not on oh, NBC. Yeah. It was okay. exclusively on Peacock. Mm. Yeah. You know what I, I think is really dirty pool? So there's a show on Peacock, and I, I don't know if I mentioned this before, called Dr. Death. And and it's like intense. It's so good. And it's about this true doctor that was in Dallas that, I don't know if you heard about this guy, it's like he got in the operating, it's almost like you let a kid get into the operating room, go have at it, like Doogie Hauser, but yet his intentions were great. And this guy was killing patients and maiming them and just, it was, but it's true story. So they had the show with Alec Baldwin, Christian Slater, uh, the guy who was in uh, Dawson's Creek, right? And he's, he plays Dr. Death in it. And it was really well done. But, and I was telling all my friends about it, like I am now, saying how good it is. Well, I'm in Xfinity. And Xfinity, with Xfinity service, if you get internet, you get tape, cable television, you can get Peacock, which is cool, right? Well, I'm telling my friends, so they go on, they go to Peacock.tv, they start watching it. Three episodes in, then they stop it. And this 10-episode series, right? So you only watch the first three episodes, and if you want to watch any more, you got to pay for it. Hmm. So yeah, I was kind of you're seeing a lot that a lot of that now with with cable doing that kind of stuff. Yep, and that's why cable's going to be dying off soon. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. You kind of you kind of wonder they're doing everything they can to hang on. I you know I got the full I got the full thing. I, I like it. I well, like so the DVR the, and the, the whole bit. The thing that really kills off cable and satellite companies is what they you know because they they already know they alienated their customers. Yeah. Now again, you know I work in television. I've worked in television for a long time. Sean used to work in television as well. So he, he understands a little bit about this. But for the longest time, customers would complain to cable companies saying, we want a la carte channel choices. Mm -hmm. we, we don't want to pay an extra 20 bucks a month to get that one channel bundled with a, mother, a bunch of other channels that we're never going to watch. Yeah. We, and, and, and cable companies know how to do it. They'll bundle that one popular channel with like 20 other channels because they know there's no way they're going to sell the other 20 channels unless they bundle one that people do want to watch. So people complained a long time, said, we want a la carte, and they didn't listen. 
And cable companies knew that they didn't really have to do anything at that time because there was no other options. Yeah. But now people have started to catch on. And, you know, initially you saw Netflix. And Netflix made a huge dent. And then you had Hulu. And then you've got things like, uh, you know, pretty much every single provider out there like ESPN or, or, I'm sorry, Disney. You know, Disney Plus has Hulu, ESPN Plus, and Disney. Then you've yeah. got Peacock, which is NBC. You've got um, Discovery Plus. Which is interesting that Peacock, NBC, is owned by Comcast, which is the largest yeah. <laughs> cable provider. But you've got every single channel doing their own streaming service. Yeah. So, like, if you want to get AMC, you can just subscribe to AMC and have their own app or HBO. Cable companies now are like, oh, my God, we're losing customers. Well, duh, because you didn't listen 20 years ago when people were demanding a la carte. And now you're losing customers, and now you're like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? Yeah, I don't know if you remember, Justin, because you were you were part of the show back, you know, when we first came here to Tucson. Mm-hmm. One of our, our first guests in Tucson was a guy who owned Sling. The, the the guy that started the Sling TV yeah. and we had him on it. And that was their goal with Sling. Offer a service that you could pay X amount of dollars and you'd be able to, okay, I only want to watch this, 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 and this. And you could get it. And it worked. And that matter of fact, Sling is still out there. Yeah, They're still doing owned, that. Now it's owned by DirecTV. And the, it's, ba- it's back to being just another one of the major providers. Like you can't just do a la carte anymore. Like you can't do any of that. I think it's just a little bit too little, too late that cable and satellite companies are trying to do. And so now the only way they can get around stuff is to do what the worst possible thing they can do. And that is to force local television broadcasters to pay more every single time their contract comes up. Yeah. And in the provider, let's say it's your local Fox station or your local CBS station. Then what, what does the cable or satellite company do? They take them off the air. And they put up this propaganda about how we're trying to make a fair deal with the company and they won't want to pay us. And then the, then the, you got then you got the local CBS or Fox station saying, hey, guys, we're trying to make a fair deal, but they don't want to listen. They want more money every single three, four years. Yeah, they want more and more money. So now we're off the air. So what does that do? It just drives people away from cable and satellite altogether again, even in more most and you know honestly, most consumers don't understand that. No matter what the network well, I hope says, this helps them understand. It would no matter what the network says, no matter what the cable company says, they don't get it. They just want their channels. Uh, I got to tell you something that I found out. I thought, you know what? Fairbairn comes down to it again because there was a a period there where I wasn't working, so I had to just I had to ditch the cable. Uh, the internet was the one thing I kept, and I kept the lowest tier, and you know was able to survive on that. But I remember, you know, I didn't have that great an antenna. Well, Bob Kale, who works at this station in the afternoon, found an antenna and brought it in. Now, where we have DirecTV or Dish, I'm not sure which one, in the studio here in Green Valley at KGVY. And I don't get the local channels. And it's been really, mm-hmm. you know, I want to know what's going on with local news. I want to watch KGUN and uh, I want to watch Cam, not KMIR, but I want to watch, you know, Fox 11, KMSB, KOLD. I want to watch all the local news channels and go back. What I'm so I know what's happening out there, and I couldn't for the longest time. Bob brings in this antenna, hooks it up to the TV, <laughs> and I'm and I'm not kidding you. The resolution is phenomenal. Oh, well, I I can tell you right now that that antenna resolution is going to be better than you can ever get on cable or satellite, because you got to understand when you're tuning into a 
over-the-air broadcast, which by law is free. Mm -hmm. They have to provide free over-the-air broadcasts. You're getting the raw content from the station. When you're tuning in on your local cable or satellite, you're getting a compressed thing. Just, I mean, to put this in perspective, go to your cable guide and look at how many channels you have. Even ones that you don't subscribe to. You've got over a thousand channels, sometimes up and upwards of 2,000 channels. They have to compress all of those channels into one single cable or one satellite stream. So obviously the quality is going to suffer. If you want to watch the best quality football, baseball, you know, soccer, whatever, and if it happens to be on your local broadcast station, tune in via an antenna because you're going to get the best quality picture and sound. Even for, for and, sports games. Even for sports games, but just, I mean, everything in general, but especially for sports because sports is so fast moving. You know, you get the cameras moving around, plays moving around. But also now with the introduction, and some of you may have heard of this, the new ATSC 3.0 standard. Ah, now what is that? So it, uh, uh, ATSC is American Television Standards Cooperative uh -huh. or Corporation, so, yeah, something, something like that. But it's the 3.0. So what ATSC 3.0 is going to do is going to allow you to watch channels in a in a different bandwidth so that way you can watch over-the-air television with your smartphone. Oh. Smartphones are going to start to come with ATSC 3 tuners built in so you can watch over-the-air television on your smartphone. Not only that, but your smart TVs will be able to push down more content, such as um, polls during games. All right. Who do you think is going to win? Bam, a poll comes up in the bottom of your screen. You click on the poll. You can vote to see, you know, who's your favorite team or whose team is going to win. There is just going to be so much more content that ATSC 3 can provide. Now, we're still probably five to ten years away from it becoming mainstream. Right. But there are ATSC, uh, they call them lighthouses in most major, city, major cities. And a lighthouse is one station's antenna that is acting as a repeater for all of the other stations in the area. Wow. So... As soon as a station becomes ATSC 3.0 compliant, they will then lease space um, on a competitor's tower uh, to broadcast their ATSC 3 signal. And then eventually they'll get their own tower or they'll get their own equipment and they can go back to their own tower. I remember. But, so I, I remember Palm Sprint and Palm had something similar where you could get over the air stations. They were doing something for a little while. That might be. You know, maybe the first iteration of that. And this is years ago. Oh, that's probably ATSC 2.0. Or I even mean, maybe 1.0 if that. Yeah, ATSC 3.0 just came out, I think it was like early 2020. So I don't know if anybody's aware of it, but the FCC uh, back in 2018, 2019 had a huge, uh, very super secretive sale of bandwidth. Mm -hmm. Now, remember, the FCC owns the bandwidth or... Yeah, pretty much owns the bandwidth. You lease it from the FCC. Right. So if you so what they did is they it's called the repack. They repacked in all of the other uh, type of technologies out there like cell phones, microwaves, uh, microwave transmissions, television, and they kind of just rearranged all of the frequencies around to kind of repack them in into the big space that that is broadcast. Um, and you had everybody from Verizon, AT and T. 
to to major television companies. Everybody that had to do something with RF, radio frequency, was involved in the FCC repack. And because of the FCC repack, that's why we have ATSC 3.0. Now, do you guys believe in this adage? And, and I don't know if you've ever had to do this. So I'm right now, because I, I have to have the highest speed internet for my, you know, some of my projects that I work on. Yeah, so right. I, I, and I know I don't have the highest <laughs> speed that is available, but I pay quite a bit for it. Oh, okay. Right? I thought you said you had to have the right. No, 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 no. I, I'm, and I, I pay because I needed a, a higher bandwidth uploading because sure, of sure. the audio that we send yeah. and what we call them packets. So the thing is, is uh, when, you know, when I break it down and I look at my, my cable bill every month, which includes the internet, I'm paying in excess of $240 a month. That's the, that's a car payment for some people. Oh yeah. But I don't, this is what really drove me nuts. The other day, John Mellencamp, uh, last, uh, he did this yesterday. Jack and Diane. Yep. John Mellencamp. And the week before was on Turner classic movies. Right. And he's on there t- showing, talking about his favorite movies. They're showing scenes from the movies. And I'm thinking, this is just so cool. You know, he's sitting down with Ben Mankiewicz and they're talking about, you know, um, what is a rebel without a cause with James Dean, which of course, Jack and Diane, they use some of that. I wanted mm-hmm. to see it. I go to the channel, and it says that I, it's a different tier. If I want it, I've got to, to pay more or subscribe to that package. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, at $240, to me, it seems, yeah, watch what you want. Except yeah. for the pay, pay channels, watch what you want. Well, look at, look at what uh, Disney's doing. Uh, Disney, Disney Plus. You subscribe to Disney Plus, but when you get a brand new movie that comes out, such as Mulan mm. or even Black Widow was the most recent iteration of this, you still got to pay a premium. Yeah, they call Just it the Premium watch. Plus. Yeah, yeah, Premium yeah, Plus. So, so they, you you do realize that they didn't that they did not have success with that. No, no, you do. And a lawsuit. They, they, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and a lawsuit from Scarlett Johansson, and they've announced that they're doing all of their major releases theatrical again. They're not going to do them on Disney Plus simultaneously. Yeah. Now, Peacock is getting into this, though, because Halloween, the next Halloween movie, is going to be in theaters and it's going to be on Peacock on the same day. So if you have the Peacock premium service, so it's a way to keep people interested in paying the $6, the $7, the $14 a month to say, oh, look at I get one movie I can watch, you know, with the family and, and do it that way. It just, it seems ludicrous. It seems like they really have to, they're going to have to break it down and say, okay, we gotta we gotta lower the price and what we're doing cable TV wise. If you keep the internet price fine, but you know competition is coming with Starlink and yep. some of the other services, so they're gonna see a big hit when it comes to that. And now you got TVs that are getting bigger. Did you guys catch a story about the brand new LG TV? No, I don't mm. think I've seen that one. Okay. Don't remind me because right. I, I have let, a story about a TV right now. Let me after tell you. This. All right. LG has introduced a brand new 325-inch TV. Uh, it's DVLED, which a lot of people, you know, you just tell them it's LED. They don't. That's that's all they care about. How, what is? They don't know what I, OLED, I, QLED. They don't know what that means. I actually just just bought that TV today. Well, if you did, I'm I, I'm very impressed because maybe not the 325-inch. No, TV. no, no, 325-inch. Yeah. Okay, so it's 81 inches all the way up to 325 inches. <laughs> You'll shell out for the 81-inch model, $70,000. For the 325-inch model, $1.7 million. Okay, I lied. Yeah. <laughs> you should have let is me it, get to is that it, point. Is it one screen or is it it's modular, one? It's modular. one screen. 
like Panasonic did when they first introduced the 100-inch, the they would have to send an engineer to your home to install it. This is the same way. $1.7 million for a 325-inch television. And I'm thinking, how long is that TV going to last? You going to spend that much? Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Well, can I, can I tell you a story about a TV? All right. So you didn't buy this one? No, this, I didn't buy this one. Okay. All right. However, uh, so recently we, we talked about in the show, um, my main floor television mm-hmm. failed on me. Oh, it just wouldn't nice. boot up. So what I did was I moved the basement television, which was a 70-inch LG TV, uh, to the main floor. Right. And then I bought a new 4K 75-inch uh, television uh, for the basement. That's a and, big TV. Oh, it's a massive TV. It's, 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 it's well enough size for my basement like i couldn't even go any i mean if i i could go to an 80 if i really wanted to but i don't you know i spent twenty five hundred dollars on this 75 inch tv because i wanted a decent good quality tv right yeah yeah so i moved the basement 70 inch lg that we bought when we first moved in that's six years ago now i bought that lg at a now defunct store called paul's electronics here in Denver, Dang. and they were going out of business. Now, I had already priced out this model, and it was like, I think when I when I priced it out, it was like $2,500. Right. But when I went to go buy it, they were going out of business, and they were selling all the floor models. And nice. I'm like, oh, well, there's the model that I wanted. How much do you want for it? And I believe I paid like $1,800 for the 70-inch. Wow. But again, but that was that was back then, and that was also not 4K at the time. But that was my theater quality TV. Right. I moved that upstairs to the main floor. Now, within that six years that we had it in the basement, we hardly ever used it because pretty much after Eric was born, we never went down to the basement for a good like two to three years. Basically, we never turned it on. And again, the, the key point is it was a former display model. So it had already had, according to its about settings, when you go into about, Oh, it had already had a thousand lamp hours. And again, at that time, it was in store mode, which is full brightness, full contrast. Wait, is there a way to do this on your TV? So you can see how long it's not not every single TV can do it, but a lot of them can. Nice. If you can go into the about section on your TV, it should tell you what the lamp hours are. Right. So at that time, it already had a thousand lamp hours. And I was doing a lot of research on it. I'm like, wow, a thousand lamp hours. Is that going to be good enough for you know, for many years going forward and people were like, oh, you'll get easily 10,000, you know, lamp hours out of it. Or some people were saying 6,000 lamp hours. Some people were saying 7,000. Anyway, fast forward to this morning, I go to turn on the TV. TV turns on fine. And all of a sudden, the left side of the TV, the back panel just shuts off. So half the TV is lit up. Half the TV's not from the because it's LED back panel. It's LED or LCD, excuse me. Is it LED? It might have been LED. Yeah, yeah. It might have been LED. But anyway, half the panel shuts off. Then the whole panel just shuts off. Oh no! So now I got a black screen, but I'm still getting audio, and I'm like, okay, this is weird. So I decided to go factory reset. That seemed to help. I'm like, wow, okay, it seems to be working. So I. You know, if I would leave it on the TV mode, again, I have an antenna, so I can get the local stations. If I leave it on TV, it worked for like a good hour and a half, no problems. And then I would switch to HDMI 1, and that's when the problem would start. So I'm like, oh, maybe I've got a bad HDMI port. Yeah. Okay, no problem. I can switch to a different one. Nope. Go back to TV mode. 
again, same thing. It just cuts out. The panel cuts out. I'm like, oh, all right, no. that's it. So I finally, I got it to boot up. I went into the lamp, lamp hours, and it had just shy of 6,000 lamp hours, which is where people were starting to comment back when I was searching on this, 6,000 lamp hours. But again, 6,000 lamp hours with 1,000 of those being at full brightness, full contrast. Right. So you're talking, it was, you were, you were like, if you were comparing this to a car, you were redlining it, right? For like a <laughs> right. good year straight, <laughs> oh, 10 man. to 12 hours a day. Yeah. And so, yeah, I got my use out of it, but it failed. So I had to buy a new TV today. Okay. I bought uh, an LG. It's, it's a 65 inch. It's a little bit smaller than the 70 inch. Right. But it's another LG. I do like the brand LG. That's what I've got. Uh, I've got one of those too. So it's a 65-inch LG, but it's a nano. It's the nano LED. So they, it's, it's, it's basically to compete with Samsung's QLED, which both, both the nano LED and the QLED are one step below the OLED platforms, which are like the super dark, oh, yeah. black, crisp, clear panels. Uh, the QLED is Samsung. The, o, or the, the nano LED is LG. And then... Um, yeah, Samsung, yeah, QLED, and also OLED is basically across He's the board. He's not reading this, everybody. No, He's like I'm pulling looking that, over at my pulling TV to make sure. I'm like, I got a Samsung, right? Yeah. Yeah, so my, my 75 inches of Samsung, the new one. So here's the thing. I'm like, 65 inches, what's the box What's the box dimensions, right? Right. I'm measuring the box dimensions on the website. I measure the back of my Ford Explorer. I'm like, well, it can't stand up completely upright, but I can tilt it. Yeah. Put a blanket underneath it, you know, to kind of, you know, keep it sturdy. So I go to Best Buy to pick it up. Guy comes out with the thing. He's like, ah, yeah, sir. So um, we do not recommend that you transport these uh, lane flat or, or or anything. And I said, well, what about tilted? He goes, well, tilted is actually even worse. Right. Because you're putting pressure onto one point of the television screen. And they're so thin that even the slightest amount of pressure can crack the glass or or, or break the LED panel. And so he's like, look. At the end of the day, and he said this like six different times. <laughs> the end of the day. At the I end of the day, it. it's oh, your TV. <laughs> for what at the it's end worth. of the day, it's your TV. And for if what you it's take worth. This, if, yeah, for what it's worth, it's, it's your TV. And if you want to take it, I mean, by all means, we'll put it in here, but we're not going to take it back. If you get home and put and put this up on your wall and it doesn't work, we're not taking it back. So what did you have? Misa and Eric walk at home, right? Oh no, just Eric. <laughs> I attached it to a scooter. And I said, here, we'll see in three hours. Um, no, I was like, I told the guy, I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I mean, yeah. you obviously, you guys do this every single day. And well, not that's what they want. They want to well, deliver it. Not everybody. Well, the delivery is free anyway. Oh. It, it, delivery doesn't cost extra. But not everybody has a truck that they can put things fully upright and strap it down to be fully upright the entire time. Right. My neighbor across the street was like, I'll let you borrow my truck. And, and that's how I got my 75-inch home. Yeah, I borrowed his truck, but I laid it down flat against their wishes, uh, and it works fine. Yeah, but the, he goes, "Look, man, you can lay it down, but tilting it is the worst thing you can do because you're putting pressure on a certain point when it when it rests up against you know your car yeah. side. You're putting a pressure point on it." Yeah, I guess he's like he's like basically, I would say in order of operations, best to worst, stand up straight, flat, uh, lay down flat. And then tilted is the worst. And I'm okay, like, well, great. what am I going to do here? He's like, well, we offer free uh, free delivery. Yeah. I said, yeah, not today. He's like, well, of course not today, but let's go inside and see what we can do. 
So we go inside. Oh, that's I hate that. Then you we gotta go wait. <laughs> well, we go inside. Then he's like, "Oh well, we can't we can't refund the TV because uh, it, you just picked it up, and we have to wait thirty minutes for the system to to refresh everything before we can return the TV and then resell it back to you with delivery." And I'm like, "Oh, oh my god, no!" So then I had to wait for a little while. We finally got it set up. Anyway, long story short, I know it's long. Um, <laughs> at the end I'm of the day, it, at the end of the day, <laughs> I'm gonna get my TV delivered on Friday. Oh, I see. I hate that. When and, you buy something, you got to wait. Well, but here's the here's the bright side of it, though. And <laughs> no pun for intended. An, for <laughs> no pun intended. For the extra thirty dollars, yeah, they're gonna take away the old TV. If I would have taken that TV to the recycling center, it would have cost me fifty five dollars. Oh man, I didn't actually know that. no, it would have cost me seventy five dollars, seventy dollars because it's a seventy inch. Right, it's one dollar per inch. So wow. it's actually cheaper to have Best Buy come deliver the new TV and take the old TV back. Oh, there you go. That's a, it's not that bad a deal then. So you kind of save. So we'll see what happens. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. Sean has been biting at the bit because he's got something big that he wants Ooh. to share with us. All right. Yes. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we'll take a look at that. We'll find out what it is when we come back. Uh, I'm Andy Taylor. I'm Sean DeWeird. And I'm Justin. Find us on the web, techtalkradio.com. We'll be right back. And now, back to Tech Talk Radio. Welcome back to Tech Talk Radio. Now, Sean, you have been sitting there biting at the bit to tell us <laughs> some sort of big news. What What do you got to say? What's yeah. going on? Well, so it's not, it's not, let's just put it this way. I need some advice. All right. And okay. it has to do with technology. Okay. I need you guys to help me pick out. Wait, I got it. I got it. I got it. Before you even go, I know what it is. Did you shut it down and restart it? No. <laughs> I think I know where he's going with this, and I all don't right. think he can do that. Okay, all right. No. Go ahead. So here's what I need. I need some advice. I need the brain trust of Tech Talk Radio to come together to recommend me the best baby monitor. I knew it! <laughs> oh, my God. Really? Oh, that would be a dad? Congratulations. Congratulations, dude. Oh, man, that is awesome. So, I, I have a feeling I'm going to be able to review some baby tech coming up. Yo, so, oh, yes, yeah. you are. Yeah. Well, when so, that's awesome. Anybody out there so, listening need, need somebody to... When's, when's the due date? Uh, March 31st. March oh, 31st. That is okay. so cool. All right. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. So, Who's the dad? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I am Does so Caitlin know? I am so happy for you. <laughs> Does Caitlin know? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, you know, I, I've got a list of things that I want to try out. I know that some of my cousins okay. have had kids, so they let me give you doing let me, video cameras and stuff like that. So let wise, me give you baby yeah. monitor. Wise, so, yes. Justin went went through this. So all right, let me give you a little bit of 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 other, not necessarily technology advice, but let me give you one piece of advice right off the bat: buy the onesies with zippers, not buttons. Why is that? Because Three in the morning when you're changing a diaper, do you want to have to button all 32 buttons? Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that part. It's all been right. a while for me. So yeah. yeah. So do not buy onesies with buttons. They look cute. Don't buy them. Buy the ones with zippers. You know, Sean, there. This is really a great time to be a parent if you like technology because uh, when I, you know, it's been 28 years since I've I've been a parent and. But when you, uh, but when you look at it, what do you mean? Twenty eight years since you've been a parent, you're still a parent. Well, I am, but I'm still of a newborn. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, okay. I mean, you look at it now, uh, like Justin, you were one of the last to take a look at a product that they sent us, uh, the yep. Owlet. 
Yep. And I don't know if you looked at the outlet, but outlet is pretty cool. It goes on the baby's foot. Yep. And it monitors their heartbeat and all of that. Breathing, stuff. oxygen levels. Yeah. Caitlin's already actually pre-ordered one of those. So. Yeah. That, pre-ordered? What do you mean pre-ordered? They're already I out. I want to bought it. Whatever. Oh, okay, she, okay. She, mm-hmm. she recommended that we well, want to get it. She's like, you guys should talk about this on the show. So yeah, so she's I did have, tell me what to talk about on the show. I did have the outlet. Um, did you I, like it, though? I actually found it to be, wow. Um, I found it to be more stressful, to be honest, mm-hmm. because I was constantly having to think. Uh, I don't know, man. It's hard to say. Like, if I didn't have it, then I was constantly worried about if, if he's breathing correctly, you know, yeah, like, yeah. is he, is he, is he, did he turn himself over and whatnot and he can't breathe. But then when I had it, I kept like waking up to every little sound thinking that was the outlet going off and telling me that, Hey, your baby never once did it actually go off. The only way I actually got it to go off was I, I literally had to, you know, force it to go off by like putting water or whatever, or disconnecting it from him. And then it would say, Oh God, everything's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good product. I'm not going to say anything bad about it. However, I think that I think their niche market is parents that are just overly sensitive to this. And I get it. First yeah. time parent was there. First time parent, you're like, oh my god, I don't want nothing bad to happen to my baby. You know, it's same. It's the same thing with that product, uh, the D choker. You know, they have that product called the D choker. Yeah, and I I've see these that. ads on my Facebook all the time. And now that I mention it, you guys, well, not you, Sean, because you don't have Facebook. But you're going to see things about the de-choker. And it's like, oh, my God, another kid was saved by the de-choker. And it's like, oh, I should get one of these. Because if my child ever chokes, I have this thing to just boop, pop it out right away. Yeah. What are the chances that's going to happen? Probably pretty slim. But you still, like, you still, as a parent, you're like, oh, my God, I got to have this. So that kind of fits in that category of the outlet. You're thinking, oh, my God, I got to have this. So that's not a bad product. It, it definitely has its good uses. Um, I do feel... For me personally, I just kind of felt, I don't know. I felt like uh, it just wasn't something that I wanted to have to worry about every single night. And they outgrow them pretty quickly because once they start moving around and they can yeah. flip themselves over, you're going to start to get false alarms. And, but that, and that's the thing, though. You know, as they grow, there's going to be a lot of technology that will be perfect for that age range. You know, and they've gone from toddler to infant. Suddenly, it's you're using different technology. Now, I am thinking... now. Since you are a big fan of Wise, Wise, and a lot of people have used the Wise cams as baby monitors because yeah. you, they offer the two-way. Outlet does have a two-pack Smart HD baby kit, uh, baby monitor for for you know video monitoring. But Wise, and it's sad because some people use the the pet camera, which you amazing you could find the Wise cameras now at pet stores. Uh, more than you can in in retail locations, you find them at the pet shops. Well, and for those who like the PTZ one, Wise just dropped their version two I was, of the PTZ I was, today. I was. Oh, that's you right. took it from me. <laughs> well, I was hey, going to talk I'm about that later. He's the wise guy. guy. I was going to at least lead into it for you to talk about it. But fine, we'll talk about it now. <laughs> so PTZ for our listeners who don't know what that means, uh, that that takes it from being what a static camera to one that you can actually, as the user, control, right? Yeah, pan, and tilt, pan, zoom. Pan, tilt, zoom. Yep. All right. But no, I, I would say uh, in terms of, like, okay, here's the downside of having a Wise cam for the baby monitor. One, hackable. Now, I know Wise is really good about updating their firmware. However, having a internet-based camera, okay, and they call that the IoT, Internet of Things, having a camera that is exposed to the internet invites anybody 
into your house that can possibly bypass your security, get into the camera, then they can just keep eyes on your child or even talk to your child or do some crazy stuff, right? But what, what, once you put it on, so like I, I for my daughter, uh, Scarlett, who is due in, uh, well, looks now looks like they're going to be moving it up to October. Um, I got her the VTech. Yeah. Now that's wireless. So you go from, you know, the, the you've got a controller that's wireless that connects to yeah. the, it's the an cameras. Ad hoc network. It's an ad hoc network. So that does that eliminate the possibility um, of a hack? Uh, potentially, uh, but there's also a downside. So if somebody's sitting within range of your uh, ad hoc network and they have like an RF scanner that can scan. Now I'm talking, this is extreme measures here. If somebody really was that close to your baby monitor that was an ad hoc network that was just using its own private, they could potentially get into that and talk to your child or watch your child, but they would have to be within distance of the RF signal. And that's very confined to just your house and there's no security on that uh so at least there is security in the wise cams but i have a a, an ad hoc network camera i can't remember the model off the top of my head it's worked well for us for years it has a little separate device you just set it off to the side and, and and it monitors the baby and you can talk back to it and all that stuff but you know as time goes on the battery gets less and less the other thing is is with wise cam you gotta you gotta have a dedicated device to watch it. Like you gotta be using your phone, or you gotta be using like a tablet, and right. it's gotta be on all the time because you don't know when the baby's gonna start screaming, right? So like Sean, you're down in the basement. Baby's gonna be upstairs, right? And up on the up on the upper floor with mom. You're not gonna yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe not. Maybe what if mom is down there? You're not gonna hear the baby scream unless you've got that app for the Wise Cam open on your phone constantly. If you switch to uh, Google Chrome or, or Facebook or whatever, that Wisecam feed goes out the window. Now you don't have the ability to listen to what you need to be listening to. I don't I don't think Wise has a good solution for this yet. Yeah, no, so I don't think they do. That's something that I am going to have to do some research on. And I'd just say go with I, like a VTech or something like that. You know, yeah, a, a like standalone I've got, baby monitor. I've got other family that are just now going through it. Caitlin's sister is has a two, June, July, two, three month old. Uh, they've got one of these cameras and stuff. So I've got plenty of people to know with some experience yeah. on these things, but, but now, now Sean though, for, for our, you know, we do get companies that listen to us. So for Sean, that is got the baby on the way. That means now, you know, you got a product. you want to, that could be a tablet too, like a baby tablet, maybe something for dad, like a cool game. <laughs> well, you're going to, you're going to definitely, you're, you're going to definitely need things like, uh, like, uh, I, I'm not going to try to pry here or anything, but if, if Caitlin's going to be doing breastfeeding, you're going to want a breastfeeding pillow, right? Because right, right. those are those are going to be very comfortable for her to be able to do that. Is there a you're, tech angle there? Um, a little bit because, I mean, you, you, the you way they build Wi-Fi things, into it. Sure. Why not? You can, you can build like a soothing, <laughs> like vibrating thing to yeah. soothe the baby or so. I don't know. Whatever. But you're also going to want things like, uh, oh, gosh, I don't know. I mean. There's just so much when it comes to a baby that you don't even realize you need until. What are some like, of the things that you're thinking of, Sean? Like, oh God, mostly the camera. Yeah, I'm already thinking about toys, yeah. games. Yep, books. Trying to books, books that light up, Pete books the cat. that make music. Pete the cat. Pete, Pete the, the cat. cat. Is that a good Pete book? The cat is a great series of books for kids. Pete the cat, absolutely. Pete the cat, love Pete the cat. Eric loves Pete the cat. Tablets, you know, obviously. 
probably too young to even talk about that because it's oh, a baby. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not worried about but, that right now. But like, but like when they get to like, you know, three, four years old, Amazon Fire tablets with the kids edition. It comes with the uh, the the foam uh, outer ring to it to help, you know, in case it drops. Also, Amazon's really cool about this. If it drops and it cracks the screen uh, within, I think it's a two-year warranty, they'll automatically just give you another one for free. Right. Um, so that's pretty a cool thing. Um, but uh, uh, if you're talking about, you know, later on in life, you know, four, five, six years old, uh, coding, coding, you know, get them, get them into coding. Oh, because yeah. Coding is a huge future for our children. Get them into things like CodeSpark. Uh, ABC Mouse is another great application that you can get on your tablet that'll just teach all kinds of things from shapes to colors to numbers to letters. But like CodeSpark is more about designing your own video game, uh, figuring out the process of coding. I think like you're that. getting a little ahead of me. He wants to enjoy him as an infant. Hey, I got a, almost a five-year-old, okay? I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm thinking about him right now. No. Yeah, uh, plus but, you got the big, you know, you got great technology now in the, the car seats as well. The oh, car, yeah, car seats, definitely. the car seat yeah. oh, don't get the most expensive car seat and stroller. Seriously, great goes good. I see people go out and they spend thousands of dollars on a stroller, just to be two years later. They're like, hey, everybody, we paid a thousand dollars for this. So uh, he's outgrowing it. We're looking to sell it for eight hundred. It's like, yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't, don't, just get the cheapest. You know, get a we'll Graco. Get the cheapest. Not the cheapest, but get a Graco or something like that. Our babies, uh, when they were small, uh, our, our girls, Scarlet and Destiny, they were within a year and three months. So we had to get the, and I mean, you never know. I mean, twins, maybe? It could be. We, don't, we know it's not twins. Okay, good. So you've gotten that far. This is the first we've heard about this. And I, I got to tell you, I'm overjoyed. I just love it. I just, I yeah. can see you. I, I, I can actually see Sean via the camera and I can tell he's just brimming. He's, just this he's beaming. Like, yeah, you, you, you both are going to be some great parents. It's such a fun time because, again, there's so much out there with the cameras that are available to just help keep an eye on your baby. You're just going to be looking. At it. And then you're going to start doing what I do. Now, I don't know if you still have an Instagram account, but I'm very excited for the grand. My, my grandson that's going to be coming, August is his name, that I get on the Instagram reels and I get lost. And what am I looking at? Baby videos. You know, the little baby videos, and I'll scroll up and see another one. I put a big old smile on my face. You're going to be doing the same thing, Dad. Oh, yeah. It, it's it obviously going to change you totally yeah. because you're going to start to see kids in a whole new light, and you're going to start to really appreciate those videos. But I'm going to tell you one more tech tip, Sean, for you. Go ahead and just sell all your computer stuff because <laughs> you're not going to have time to play games anymore. Oh, no. And there's one that's coming. A lot of people are talking about it. We gotta take a break. When we come back, we'll find out a little more about that game. I think Sean might have some insight of that. We'll be back with more of Tech Talk Radio. Now, back to Tech Talk Radio. Did you all know this week, IT week? Oh, that's right, IT Professionals Week. Oh, yeah. So yeah, you guys got your own week. Isn't that cool? Sure. Yeah. yeah right. Justin's yeah. way more of an IT professional than I am. I, yeah, I, and I got my nothing. job is turning way into IT. <laughs> so I'm learning so much about IT. Got an IT joke for you. All okay. right. See if you guys know this one. Uh, why do you name your network printer Bob Marley? Yeah, I Wait, know. Hold on. Why do you name your network printer, printer Bob, Bob Marley? Because it's always jamming? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> always jamming. That's uh, yeah. that's the one right there. All right. One of the big games a lot of people are talking about. You know, we've, we've talked about Blizzard in the past and some of the issues that they've gone through. Um, but 
it looks like they're going to be moving forward with uh, Diablo 2. Have you got any more info on that, Sean? They have a release date, so it's September 23rd. Wait, right. release date. For, for what now? Diablo 2. Diablo 2 Remastered. Remastered. Diablo, so Diablo basically... 2 Resurrected. So right. it's basically it's HD, just going to look HD, better. It's an HD skin over the original game. With so when quality, is Diablo... quality of life updates and some other things. And rumored that they're going to have new content for it and some other things like that too. So Wait, so when is Diablo... What is it? Is it Diablo 3 or Diablo 4 is the brand new one? Yeah, Diablo 4 is the new one, and they've been giving quarterly updates about that. So I don't know what the current status is, but that's pushed into early 2022. Now, the, the big concern, though, is because, you know, the Warcraft one that they had just put out, that didn't, it didn't do so well, did it? It did. They pushed, they rushed it out. The graphics were bad. It had issues with multiplayer. It just was not a good release for them. Now Blizzard's going through this whole, I wouldn't call it a scandal, but they're having some issues, and... They're going through some lawsuits and they're being sued by the SEC and yep. a bunch of other stuff. And Activision Blizzard is imploding. So right. it's they're not very liked among gaming, the gaming world right now. So, yeah. Well, is the gaming community kind of excited about this Diablo 2, this kind of remastered? Do they think? Yeah, this people could be... are excited about it because Diablo 2 was it, it is a great game. Right. I it's probably the game I spent the most amount of my childhood and my adult life playing. It's a 21-year-old game. I could never really get into Diablo, though, because I, I'm not really into the hack and slash, but maybe as I as I get older, it actually seems to be more interesting. I remember playing the original Diablo, and, and I liked it. And Yeah, did, did you know the original Diablo was actually first released on PlayStation? Really? Really? No. I, yeah, and then PC. Huh. It came out on PC. It was also there for PlayStation. Then they, then they had an expansion for Diablo, the original Diablo called Hellfire, which you can get off of an app called uh, Good Old Games. It's a, it's a, it's like Steam, but for oh, old, yeah. old games. My father-in-law likes to play some of those older games, so he and I have played Diablo, Diablo 2. We played that together and things like that. He's actually excited, too, for the remaster. It's going to be fun. I'm excited for it. My friends are excited for it. I actually took Thursday off specifically Ooh. to play it. <laughs> Wait, so, oh, don't tell your boss that. <laughs> The remake is good. It supports widescreen, so it's no longer 800 by 600. It's improved sound, improved graphics, improved gameplay. They took out, they fixed some bugs. They fixed the online stuff. Mm. We'll see how it goes. I don't have a home football game this weekend, so my Saturday is and free. you don't have any kids right now? Yeah, just wait. Yeah, yeah. Just wait. I've got like to get in as much gaming get as I can. Get in your gaming now, bud, because otherwise, you know what you can do? Here's a, here's a tech thing, okay? Get yourself one of those baby carriers. Right, that, a baby that, Bjorn. A baby Bjorn. Right. Mm -hmm. We had one. We loved a baby Bjorn. Get a baby Bjorn, and then you can sit there and play while your kid sleeps on your chest. Oh yeah, I've got it all figured out. I hope. Oh, do wow. you now? Now, all right. No, so... I am. I'm so terrified. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, no, I'm. I'm scared bleepless. <laughs> now, Justin, uh, you mentioned uh, Battlefield. Um, yeah. It's funny because you know, for years, Battlefield was kind of like, eh, pushed to the side. Then you had Call of Duty. That was the big game. Not the case anymore. Seems like everybody is just clamoring for battle, Battlefield. W what are your thoughts on this one? I'm super excited for it because I am so tired of Call of Duty. Yeah. Uh, Call of Duty is just, it's really gone downhill. Um, and, and it seems to be that if you're a streamer, that's out there playing and you want to grow your channel, the only way to grow it is if you stream Call of Duty, which I just don't understand. There are so many other good games out there, 
but people only want to watch Call of Duty. Battlefield, it's been so many years since a new one came out. I guarantee you, as soon as it does come out, all those Call of Duty players are going to be switching over to Battlefield because that's how they're going to grow their channels because everybody's going to want to watch Battlefield. Now, downside is this is EA. EA has never been good with um, with with figuring out release. You know, any game they release, there's always major, major problems. Right. Um, but hopefully this time they'll learn their lesson. I highly doubt it. But uh, hopefully they'll learn their lesson this time and we'll get a good release. I'm looking forward to uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what we're going to have for the holiday season. They keep talking about different, you know, different games, different movies, the entertainment options that we're probably going to have towards November and December, whether it be music, whether it be TV, whether it be movies uh, and, of course, video games. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Consoles, are they are they more in stock now? Or are they still affected by the chip shortage? The, oh, the chip shortage is going to be uh, for a long time. And an interesting thing about that, I was watching YouTube and I was watching uh, Linus Tech Tips. Right. Um, and he talked to some industry. Linus Torvald? Yep. Yeah. No. Right. No? No. Not Linus Torvald. Not the guy that invented Linux. Right. Linus Tech Tips. It's a, it's a channel on YouTube. Oh, okay. I, I just figured it was Linus Torvald. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not him. Not Linus uh, from Snoopy? No. No. Yeah. Okay. Can you please stop? Um <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, this guy was talking about, he's like, he talked to some insiders about that. And um, he basically said, you know, this this whole shortage of chips and, and GPUs and everything is because people are just buying too much of it. You know, all the manufacturers, they kind of decreased their forecast sales before the, you know, right when the pandemic hit, because they figured nobody was going to be buying it. They were really wrong. And now that they, you know, cut their orders down, now they can't reorder those same orders because those orders have been sold to other manufacturers. So the yeah, thing but is, we're is, finding, but the thought, the thing is we're finding silicon, uh, silicon, we're finding it just everywhere though. I mean, it's in, come on, it, it is in toasters now. Well, yeah, it, it is. And that's the thing. That's why you can't find the same stuff in, in graphics cards or CPUs or whatever. Because, even Amazon is building its own TVs now. Yeah. So, yeah, just go check out, you know, Linus Tech Tips if you want to see this particular video because it really talks about this shortage of silicon and and where we're going to be. He kind of predicts that we're going to be like this till like, 2023. Wow. So, yeah, it's it's not going to be anytime soon. Yeah, but we're so going if, if you're really interested in getting an Xbox, Walmart has the best deal right now. Okay. Because Walmart has what they're calling the Xbox All Access. You okay. can get an Xbox Series S or an Xbox Series X for a monthly payment for 24 months. You open a line of credit through Walmart, and they ship you the Xbox, and you pay them monthly. Interesting. It's, it's guaranteed. You shop now, you get it, you pay a monthly, you get one. My brother did it. But I'm going to tell you, you have to open a line of credit. And it's no interest if you make all your payments on time. Uh, wow. See, you don't, don't make your payment. Now you owe all of the interest... Yep. Been a oh, deferred. This yeah, is how they, yeah. This is how they get you. This That's how they get you, man. Think, not to say that Walmart's bad, but they draw a certain clientele. Oh, of course they do. That they know this. Wait, make I, their payments on time. When I shop at Walmart, well, they're not necessarily <laughs> the clientele they're looking at. But no, he's got a point. Yeah, they're preying on people that they know that won't be able to pay their payments, but want one of these. So they know this. What are they going to do? Repo Xboxes? No, they'll just they'll put collections and put liens and stuff. 
or will they go the way of Samsung or LG, whoever did it, and brick them? Oh, that's what I'm thinking. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Well, you no, no, because it goes through my. The only way they can do that is if they went through Microsoft. And Microsoft's, hey, they're still paying their Xbox Live subscription. We're not going to do nothing. Yeah, I don't know. I, th- I just thought it was an interesting approach to if you want to get one, open a line of credit with Walmart and. I could see get- them happening if you opened a line of credit with Microsoft and got one. Sure. But if you're opening a line of credit through Walmart, Microsoft's like, yo, bro, that's your deal. You figure it out. They're not going to brick an Xbox. But I just happen. thought it was, I had not seen any other vendors do that. And I'm curious if we'll see it from other places. Yeah. Wow. Man, that's crazy. I, you know, I, I remember at one point I wanted to get uh, the, the Xbox, the first one, so bad that I was, and it was one of time when, you know, work was a little tight. And I remember thinking, I'd get it from Rent a Center, you know, one of the rental, rental places where you could rent to own. And I thought, don't need it that bad. Because in those cases, sometimes you're going to pay a little more than, than, you know, than getting it. And that's the way it is with some of these places that do this, you know, pay on, pay on monthly installments through electronics. So you're going to pay a little more money. If you're smart, you shop around, you save it up. Somebody made a very interesting point. And, you know, we're talking finances here. Let me see what you guys think. That they should stop teaching Algebra 2 in high school. What? Well. And, but, but there's an add-on to that. But instead, teach finance, teach um, technology, teach coding, because Algebra 2 is not going to be used, whereas the understanding of the way the system works, the way, you know, finances works, how to, you know, manage a, a budget, that that's more important than Algebra 2. I, know I might have some mathematicians angry at me, no, but it, it's what I read, and I thought, you know, kind of makes sense there are certain industries that do use algebra and i was remember talking about a friend talking to a friend about this and he was like no algebra 2 was very useful for me right for me personally i've never used algebra in my life uh besides high school but wouldn't that be better if that was taught in college or even at the jc Um, level sure maybe yeah sure um you know I, i do i do i do agree with what you're saying to a certain extent that uh maybe algebra one would be taught in high schools, and then if you want to continue on that path, you go to algebra two in college or whatnot. But like, um, yeah, I could, I can totally, I can totally see that. But at the same time, you know, I would rather see things like you were mentioning. Uh, you know, people used to say balancing checkbooks. Who uses a checkbook anymore? You no, know, nowadays. No. But just simple. Make it a everyday- budget. Finances, budget. <laughs> Wait, you use a checkbook? Oh, you that's really right. Use... You're also not on social media. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We um, we have it. We welcome to 2021. We still Sean. use checks on them probably a weekly basis. Do you make your own butter too? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take Stony. a. <laughs> We're going to take a break. Uh, we come back. We'll have a website we want you to check out with more of Tech Talk Radio. We're just around the corner. This is Stephen Wright. You're listening to Tech Talk Radio. Yeah. That? Some along that line. Yeah, I guess that was it. <laughs> All right. This- <laughs> Let's go with it. I love it. <laughs> no, I'll say it anyway. All right. This is Stephen Wright. And you're listening to Tech Talk Radio, but. You know, I've already been saying this. (laughs) (laughs) And we're back with Tech Talk Radio. So uh, this part of the segment, we wanted to do a kind of a little gadget show off here. 
So I've got everybody goes to the store and just see something on the shelves and right. you got to buy it. Yeah. I think everybody has one. And that's what you, you did. Have one. You've got one, right? I don't. <laughs> Andy, Andy just said he had one. I don't oh. have one. Oh, I'm the only one then. Fine. I Why would Andy a, need one in Arizona? <laughs> All right. So what did you buy? <laughs> so I, was, I went through Costco the other day and I saw this. It's made by Zippo. It's called a Heat Bank 9S. All right. Now, what, what does it do? It's a rechargeable hand warmer. Again, why would Andy need one in Arizona? <laughs> I don't my know. Hand, my hands get cold in the morning sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I use these when I work outside on events in the wintertime. Oh, yeah. And you just have those, you know, you have the chemical ones that you break apart and you shake them up and oh, they yeah. get hot for a while. So I'm curious to see how this holds up. It was it was like 15 bucks. I got to get one of those. That's actually pretty cool. But it's rechargeable, but you could also use it as a power bank. It's a... Uh, 5,200 milliamp hour. Wow. So it could probably, probably charge my phone twice. Right. If I had to, or it just heats up. How much was Have it? it up. You said 15. I would say less than 20, less than 20 bucks. So that's pretty cool. So you could, you could, if you've got somebody that lives where in colder climate, you could have them get that. They're yeah, not it's available gift. down here. They're not? And they're not available on Costco.com on, uh, in, in Denver. You just have to go Sean, into the store. Sean, can you buy one of those for me and send it to me? <laughs> you know, Seriously. the problem with Costco is... They never have the same thing twice, so I'm never going to see this at Costco again. Yeah. Well, what was the last? When, when did you pick it up? I don't know, a week ago, probably. It could okay, be well, sold out. Go back tomorrow and buy another one for me. <laughs> All right, I'll ship it to you. <laughs> okay. Yes, please do. I'll pay you for it. All right, I I've got something to show. I'm going to be delving into this. Um, maybe you guys have had experience with this. This is from Logitech. It's because uh, you know my doorbell camera went on the fritz. I got the ring. This is Circle View from Logitech, it, but it uses the Apple Home Kit. Have any of you worked with that before? So it means that, I have to use an Apple device to be well, able to view. Well, first off, you said Apple, so absolutely, I'm out. Yeah. And for those reasons, I'm out. <laughs> okay, Shark Tank. <laughs> uh, but it works with the Apple Home Kit. It has to be installed electronically. So I got to go in there and change the doorbell transformer. But either way, it uh, should be kind of cool. So I'll, ex- I'll report my experiences on this uh, okay. very soon. And before we get out of here, what is that website you mentioned earlier, Sean, that is for games? Oh yeah, it's called GOG.com. Good old games. It's a it's just a resource for it's they have a, a downloader and everything. So you can go and you pay five, six bucks for these really old games like Wolfenstein, Doom, Hexus, Quake, Diablo, Diablo 2. You can buy them and you can download them. They're old games reconfigured for the new new machines. You can also find so new games there though. Yeah. You can also find new games there, but I have most of the games I have on there are old games. King's Quest V, a game I played a lot growing up. It, it's I don't have to worry about finding the disc and trying to see if it's compatible. And mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's been remastered to be worked on modern systems. Good old good old games, GOG.com. It's great. Uh, you, and I don't know. I've had a lot of fun playing and a lot of nostalgia. All right. There. So once again, biggest thing on this show today. Sean's going to be a daddy. That is so cool. So congratulations, Sean. Uh, Welcome uh, to the club. Yep. So uh, we'll definitely have a show for you next week uh, talking about the latest in technology. We want your comments. So please uh, give us a comment. If you're on uh, iTunes, leave us a review. You can do that all Tech Talk Radio. You'll find the links on our website at techtalkradio.com. I'm Andy Taylor. I'm Sean DeWeird. And I'm Justin Lemmy. Have yourselves a great week.